I want to personally welcome you to the Be Healed podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. We're glad to have you listening with us. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and this is part three of this teaching series entitled The Few That Break Through. It's all about exploring why some people receive the answer to their prayer for healing, even despite discouraging circumstances. Before we jump in, I want to recommend that you uh, subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone that you know it will bless. And also be sure to check out our TV program called The Miraculous Life, where there's a whole lot of teaching and many faith-building testimonies that confirm God's word of promise to heal you. You can watch The Miraculous Life on Sid Roth's ISN Network and also catch former episodes on my YouTube channel at YouTube forward slash Steve Hannett. All right, let's get ready to jump into part three of The Few That Break Through. There are many people who have learned that God does not desire to heal everyone all the time. They reason that many even praying people are still sick, so it must not be God's will to heal all. Consequently, countless numbers of, of sick people and suffering people resign their rights as believers to be healed and settle for a life filled with pain and suffering. Now, this line of thinking may appear compelling at first, but in reality, it's fatally flawed. We should never look into the fallen condition of human experience to discover the perfect will of God. We have to look at the will of God that comes from heaven and that aims to penetrate even the difficult circumstances on earth. Jesus said it in Matthew chapter 6. He said that it should be on earth as it is in heaven. So you never look at earth to figure out heaven's will. You look at heaven to figure out its will to be done on the earth. So we have to allow this reality to break through our circumstances and into our own lives so that the toughest of situations experience the breakthrough of God's glory. In episode number eight, we saw how the determination of four friends and a crippled man busted through a roof to get to Jesus. Their faith would not relent. And it caused them to persevere through all their obstacles. And the result of their determination was that the crippled man received the forgiveness of his sins and was completely healed. If you missed that teaching, check out episode number eight and look at the five keys for breakthrough in their situation. Now, in this episode, we're going to continue this idea that determination and faith enable us to break through seemingly impossible hindrances to healing. And we're going to be taking a a look at a powerful example of a mother's faith who earnestly prayed for her daughter to be healed and reveals even more critical keys for you and I to break through in our own lives. So join me and turn to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, and we're going to begin reading from verses 21 to 28. It says in verse 21, Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and urged him, saying, 
Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Wow, these few verses are filled with revelation for us. And I'm going to be kind of talking through the text a bit. And then I'm going to show you four critical keys that we can apply to our lives even beginning today. So let's take a look at verse 21. It says that Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Now, this is an interesting place for Jesus to be because this was not Jewish country. He was leaving Jewish country. He had been preaching and teaching. And even the response of many of the people was not what could have been. And so he travels uh, a fair distance. Tyre was about 35 miles from Galilee, and Sidon was about 60 miles from Galilee. So he is intentionally going to a place that is not Jewish country. It's Gentile country. And it says in verse 22, Behold, a woman of Canaan. Now, many years earlier, that land was occupied by the Canaanites. And that was a way of saying that the woman was a Gentile. And the Bible reveals in the Gospel of Mark in chapter 7 that she was a Greek woman and she was a Syrophoenician uh, from birth. So she is definitely a Gentile. And God is highlighting this in the word for us. And the fact that she is a Gentile holds great significance for us to understand this text because it really meant, according to Ephesians chapter 2, it says that the Gentiles were called uncircumcision and that they were without Christ. They were uh, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. It says, having no hope and without God in the world. So to be a Gentile is to be someone that is cut off, someone that is without the promises. And so this woman from Canaan is somebody that is coming to Jesus, but apparently is without the covenantal promises of Israel. Yet she cries out to Jesus in verse 22, and she says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. And she describes her need. She describes that her daughter is severely demon-possessed. Now, a couple of observations. This is actually the seventh of over 24 unnamed women in Matthew. And it's as if God is highlighting not the woman's identity personally, but her position more so as a woman and a Gentile woman. And she interestingly calls him and says, have mercy on me. And she says, O Lord, son of David. Now, this is revealing something very important 
Because when she says the term son of David, when she refers to Jesus by this title, it is referring to a messianic prophecy and that the Messiah would come through the line of David. And so it has messianic overtones and it tells us that this Canaanite Gentile woman has a good deal of insight as to Jesus's identity, even more so than many of the Jews during her time. Now, in verse 23, something interesting happens, and that's that Jesus doesn't respond to her. It says, he answered her not a word, but his disciples were speaking to her, and they were urging Jesus to kind of send her away. They said, send her away for she cries out after us. There was not a respect. There was not a compassion. There was not a tenderness, not a gentleness, not even a kindness, because the Jews looked down upon the Gentiles uh, tremendously, more than we can appreciate or understand in our own time and culture. It says in verse 24 that finally Jesus answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And so it seems like God is saying no to her. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go along. But verse 25, she somehow doesn't get dissuaded or discouraged. It says, then she came and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. The desperation of this woman, the love that she has for her little girl, and the faith that she has that Jesus is the one that can help her, compels her to continue to worship him. But Jesus says in verse 26, he says, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now, I don't know about you, but I think the average person hearing this would have been crushed, would have been discouraged, would have walked away sad and despondent. But she doesn't. In verse 27, she says, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. I mean, this woman will not stop. She is continuing to pursue the mercy she believes is in the Messiah. And then in verse 28, the breakthrough comes. Jesus answered her and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. This is an amazing account of someone whose faith persevered even when Jesus himself seemed like he was not going to say yes and even gave reason why he may not answer her. So let's go over key lesson number one. The first is this woman worshiped Jesus. She believed that Jesus was the Messiah. She boldly called him the son of David. She cries out after him, and she declares who he is, and she describes this idea, my daughter is severely demon-possessed, but she's got enough faith to say, I believe you're the Messiah, and therefore mercy flows from you, and my daughter will become free 
of demonic possession because of you. And so she's worshiping Jesus with revelation. Oh, I can't speak enough about this. Too many of us go to church, we sing a song, but we worship without revelation. And in John chapter 4, Jesus spoke about the need and that the Father was looking for those who would worship him in spirit and in truth. And this woman is worshiping in spirit and in truth. She believes who he is. She believes what he can do. We need to worship God in the same manner. But a lot of people, they hear Jesus, they talk about Jesus, they even say that they worship Jesus, but they do not believe that Jesus has the power or the will or the desire to heal them. Okay, let's go to key lesson number two. Here it is. This woman persisted when others tried to discourage her. Verse 23, it says, But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. And then Jesus himself, as we read, declares, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But verse 25 says she just keeps worshiping him and keeps praying, asking him, pleading, beseeching him, Lord, help me. Praise God. There are people who get discouraged even from the slightest hint of adversity. Yet this woman, even after Jesus' disciples themselves are urging him to send her away, continues to pursue with faith. You see, God is seeing this woman and God knows this woman. And he sees the persistence of this woman. But we'd have to ask why. Why would she have this kind of persistence? What was fueling her faith? What was causing her to not take no for an answer? It, 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 it really is vital for us to understand this and achieve the same level of confidence. Because many people are discouraging Christians from believing God that they can be healed. Many are saying things like, don't bother the teacher anymore, or it's not always God's will, or you see you've prayed in the past and it's not worked, and all kinds of excuses and reasons. And people's faith becomes so hurt and so discouraged, they wind up giving up. But not this woman. She rather had a faith that would not relent. Okay, let's look at key lesson number three. And this is a big one. This Syrophoenician woman, this Gentile, even refused to allow her natural background to prevent her from receiving God's blessing. You see, in verse 24, Jesus said to her that he was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This essentially seems like Jesus is telling her that the blessing that he gives to Israel would not be for her. But still she says, Lord, help me. And Jesus then says, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now, when Jesus is saying that it may appear to us as a terrible way of addressing her. It even may feel like or seem like Jesus is being so insensitive. But really what's happening is 
The Jews frequently insulted the Gentiles by calling them dogs, which in ancient Palestine were basically wild, homeless scavengers. But the form that Jesus uses here, kenarion, is a term translated little dog, which is actually a suggestion of a more affectionate term for domestic pets. So Jesus really isn't insulting the woman, but he's bringing to light the way the world treats her and the way the Jews look down upon her. This is one of the reasons why the disciples wanted to just send her away. But she comes back and says in verse 27, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. So she's declaring, Yes, Lord, I know that I'm a Gentile. Lord, I know what they say about me, but I believe that I can eat the crumbs which fall from Israel's table, essentially. Now, what did she believe? How could this woman be so persistent? And this last lesson Lesson number four is one of the most important lessons I believe we can begin to learn about receiving the breakthrough. And it's this the woman had faith that was rooted in God's covenantal promises. When she saw the son of David, she saw her healing, she saw the source of her mercy. She was desperate. And she knew that through him would come her answer. Even though Jesus is speaking about his ministry that is primarily to the nation of Israel, she still pursues him and declares that she can still receive the blessing, even if it be the crumbs that fall from their table. Now, I believe based on what the text is saying, based on the fact that she knew who Jesus was. She believed he was the Messiah. She understood the prophetic nature and declaration of what he was going to do. And I believe she knew the covenantal promise rooted in God's covenant to Abraham. It says in Genesis 12, verse 3, God said to Abram, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Let's take a look at the second part of Genesis 12, 3 again. It says, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. When she meets Jesus, she sees her answer to her prayer. When they say, send her away, she doesn't go. When Jesus says, yes, but I'm here to bless Israel, she still doesn't go. When Jesus said, but it isn't good to give the, the, the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs, she still doesn't go. And I believe that there's a good chance that she knew the promise to Abraham because she was thinking, yes, though you bless Israel, In you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I want to tell you today, emphatically, strongly, that when you know the word of God, and you know the will of God through the word of God, and you know the covenanted promise of God in that word, 
You can hold it, you can cling to it, and you can refuse to let go of it no matter who's discouraging you, no matter what circumstance is coming up, you know what God has promised. You know that all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So just because she's from uh, the region of Tyre and Sidon, just because she's a Gentile, just because they want to shoo her away, and just because Jesus is bringing to light the focus of his ministry, I feel it's almost as if God knows what she knows and he's pulling it out of her so we can all learn this tremendous key so we can break through. You see, Jesus tells her in verse 28, then Jesus answered and said to her, Oh woman, Great is your faith. Yes, I believe her faith was so great in the covenant of God, she would not stop. She would not let up. She would not let go of what the covenanted promise of God was for her. She's a Gentile, yes, but she's included in all the families of the earth will be blessed through Israel, through Abraham. And this is why Jesus said to her, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. Remember, she's still a Gentile. And he says, let it be to you, the Gentile woman, as you desire. This woman accessed the healing power of God Almighty because she knew the word and promise of God. Why do many not break through? Because they leave the pursuit of the blessing that is their right because of discouragement, because of lies, because of many hardships, and because of confusion, and because of wrong teaching. But this woman said, I'm not going away. I will worship you. I will worship you according to the revelation that your promise has. I want to tell you. The same breakthrough that came to this woman is coming to you. Do you know that you're part of the all in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3? And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abraham was believing Abraham. The Bible says in Genesis 15, verse 6, that Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Well, that Canaanite woman, nameless, faceless woman, who the Bible put into the pages of the Holy Scripture, is there to teach us that if we would believe like her, we would get the breakthrough just like her. I mean, this is amazing. Jesus hadn't even gone to the cross yet. Jesus hadn't died yet. Jesus hadn't resurrected yet. But this woman's faith in the covenant of God, in the identity of Jesus, was able to tap in and access the healing that she so desperately desired. And the Bible says, and her daughter was healed from that very hour. I want to tell you, if I had to summarize this whole teaching, it's this phrase right here. Faith triumphs over all circumstances. He said, oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. I want you to think about what things have discouraged you. 
what reasons you've used to justify your own lack of persistence. What things do we need to believe further and stronger and and hold on to in the word of God? Your breakthrough is right there. Your breakthrough is right there for your life. It's time that you'd study the word of God and even declare, Lord, I worship you. I believe you. And though it's been difficult, I lay hold of that which you have prepared for me. Speak it over your body. Speak it over your mind. Declare it with your own lips. By Jesus Christ's stripes, I am healed. Yes, and though Jesus first came for Israel, though you may be a Gentile in your past, you are now a child of God if you believe Jesus is the Son of God. You are now an heir of his righteousness. You are a receiver of the blessings of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The healing is for you. The breakthrough is for you. Don't stop. Don't give up. Don't look left. Don't look right. Get out of that bed. Get out of that rut. Get out of that doubt and lay hold of it like this woman. Don't listen to any other voice except the words of the Bible. Jesus Christ was so pleased with her because he was showing her. The Bible says this, and she said, yes, Lord, that's true. You speak correctly, but I know also what your word says, and that even the little dogs can eat the crumbs that flow from the master's table. Well, I hope you've been encouraged today. Your breakthrough is there. You can do it. It's time to lay hold of it, make declaration of it, Study the word, believe the word, and act upon the word. Jesus is going to be pleased with your faith. He's going to be excited and let him say to you what he said to that Gentile woman. Oh, child, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. Now, I want you to do it. I want you to go ahead and pray in the name of Jesus. And I want you to write us and you can send any testimony to us at contact at everyhousenow.org. I can feel the anointing of God as I speak this message to you. I believe there are some who are saying, Lord, I'm going to be like this woman. I want the faith of this Canaanite woman. And when you decide it and when you move in it and your heart believes it, you're going to have the breakthrough you've been looking for. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace 
and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless. And I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.